This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Welcome to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by the one and only Dr. Richard Blackaby. The one and only. Good to be with you, Sam. One of the, uh, you know, one of the only uh, Buffalo Sabres fans. Um, you know, it's going to be a Dave... growing number after this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I'll believe it when the when we are looking back on uh, this season for Buffalo, and I think two days into the season, and they've already broke well, their yeah. winning streak. Well, of, of one. It, it was a. Very convincing loss, bear, a bear loss in the last one. But oh yeah, yeah, I'm actually kind of excited because I'm working out with the. I actually have become friends of the chaplain of the Buffalo Sabers, and mm. I don't know if we've mentioned before, but like I ship, well, you ship at my uh, discretion, a bunch of uh, experiencing God day by days to try to help all the, the Buffalo Sabers play at God's best for them and. Uh, and we're, we've actually been arranging uh, to bring my two twin grandsons up there to, to see their first live game. And the wow. chaplain's going to bring them back in after the game to meet the players. And so pretty excited about the indoctrination process going to the next level with those two well, boys. You know, if, you, uh, <laughs> if you can't grow the numbers through uh, convincing, you can do it through offspring right. just, and just sort of... Just I know I'm, I'm going to have to take Claire to a Buffalo game here eventually and I, convince I her. She would probably doesn't take much to convince her. So I think she'd be excited about that. You know, I think we all uh, have people in our lives that you get around them and you just feel better and you're happier and you're encouraged and you think everything's going to be okay, regardless of the circumstances. Yeah. And uh, you, you and I both have people in our lives that just, they pour into us, they encourage us, they strengthen our walk with the Lord, and uh, almost without fail, that uh, you can take it to the bank. This person, if I call them or if I see them at church or at the office, they are they're just going to be a blessing um, to our life. And uh, I think as leaders, something or having someone like that in your life is uh, just of utmost importance. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had two experiences this past week that were uh, impactful to me. One, of course, was uh, the funeral for my mother, who passed away on September 29th. And uh, she was my biggest fan. She believed in me. She was proud of me. She loved, you know, some people you talk very much about your success and you think, okay, I'm bragging. I need to stop. Not, But my mom, it was like, oh, you know, tell me. She loved to hear about how God had used me or how things had gone well. And, and it was the one person you didn't feel guilty about just, just you know, celebrating your success. I'm yeah. not necessarily bragging, but just, just, just having someone you can just genuinely celebrate that you know is truly delighted for you. And, mm. uh, and so I kind of thought, you know, as I lost her recently, now I've got to face the rest of my life without that cheerleader. Um, and that was a sobering thought uh, for me. But uh, but this uh, a couple of days ago, I was uh, I was speaking at a big event for CEOs, and I'm not sure there were uh, maybe a bit under 200 people there. And uh, but and so I had just given a, a talk one morning, and uh, <clears throat> later that day, uh, a, a CEO comes up to me, and he he is just someone that I've come to know that is just one of the best encouragers I think that I've ever known. And mm -hmm. he's worked for a very, very large company. 
And, uh, but he is just famous for buzzing about encouraging people, just, just looking for, just observing things. And I, I kind of knew that in the midst of that group of people that he'd eventually find me. And sure enough, and interestingly, he said, you know, you really honored your parents today by the way you spoke. And even though you've lost your mother, I'm sure that she would have been so proud to have heard you. And, you know, and so it wasn't even just that he did a good, said you did a good job, but he very specifically uh, noticed and blessed me and said and spoke to at that point in my life uh, something that I was really wrestling with, which is how do I go forward honoring my mother now that she's no longer with us? And so it made me just think a bit, and you'd mentioned this, uh, Sam, too. Just you know, why is it that there are just some individuals who seem to be so good at encouraging others and then a lot of people who aren't? And yeah. and I would think, especially if you're a Christian leader, that that just ought to be something that you want to improve at. You know, so, some things will come naturally to us. Uh, and then there's just some things, whether they come naturally or not, we need to be better at. And so I want to talk uh, two two parts to this. First is just how do you become an encourager? You might be listening this morning and just saying, well, you know, I'd, that's something I'd like to be. I, I wish I was better at encouraging people. But, uh, you know, maybe you grew up and your dad or your mom weren't good at encouraging you. And you, um, you know, you, you would try really hard and maybe you'd come home with a report card and you'd have all A's and one A minus and you're dad would point out what's with this one minus here, you know, instead of yeah. saying, wow, like all A's. Uh, and so maybe you just grew up where that wasn't natural. You know, your parents didn't find it easy to uh, offer praise. And um, maybe in your work life, you don't get a lot of praise. And so you come home and you don't know how to give it to your spouse, or your kids or your friends. And um, and so just a couple of things I would say, if you, if you would just say, I would like to be better at that and maybe you are good at it, but I, I can promise you there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Um, and so one thing I would just say is you, you have to, first of all, just get over yourself. If you are front and center in your world all the time, it is really hard to be a good encourager. Yeah. Um, and, and for that, I would just say, if you are an insecure person, it's very hard to praise other people because if, if you if you're in doubt of your own self-worth then uh, you, you have to be comfortable in your own skin if you're going to be able to praise other people i've known some people that were just very insecure and they just found it so difficult to praise others it was almost as if um, they felt that in acknowledging someone else's worth it just made them feel even more worthless mm-hmm. and so uh, those kind of people typically find ways to criticize other people because they can kind of feel like they're, they're pulling people down to their level, to their size. And, and it's always a fallacy when people think if I can just tear you down, Sam, it'll make me seem bigger. And it's just, that's not how it works. Um, and so you've got to get over your own insecurities, your own kind of self-absorption with, well, how does this look to me? And, you know, he's never praised me and he's never acknowledged me. So why would I do that to him? And you, you really have to get yourself out of the way and yeah. just say, okay. Uh, and, and so secondly, what you have to do is you have to just choose to be uh, uh, someone who, who blesses people, someone who is an encourager. And, and some people, I think it comes naturally, but for a lot of us, that's something we just have to choose to do. I mean, I don't know how many people just wake up and say, 
I just really want to be an encourager to everybody I meet. You know, there's not, you're typically not going to, that doesn't come natural. It's something you have to just decide. I, I want to be the kind of person that does that. And so whether it's someone waiting on your table uh, at a restaurant or it's a flight attendant as you, or the pilot as you're leaving a plane, learning how to just thank them, learning how to say something positive. Um, you know, if you, I, I'm, la- I'm on planes all the time, and, and I'll try. The, if the captain or the flight attendant is at the, at the, you know, the door as you're, as you're walking out, I'll try to say thank you uh, as I'm walking out, which is nice. But uh, if you see the pilot and it, and it was a good landing, you know, maybe say something more specific, like well, "Great landing today." You know, uh, uh, I know sometimes you it, it can be a really hard landing, and of course, there's the famous Thank, case. Thanks where, for keeping us alive. Yeah, the famous <laughs> case where the person walked out after a tough landing and said, uh, "Captain, just have a question." Did you land that plane, or were we shot down? <laughs> it was just so rough. So, uh, but you choose to be a blessing. And third thing is uh, that goes right with that is choose to focus on what's positive. And if you're going to bless people, you have to, you you can't really bless people for what they did wrong. I can't say Sam that was you did a terrible job on that filming. Uh, you know, bless you. You know. Hope you're blessed by that. <laughs> you, you you feel blessed by what you do right, by what what you have success with, and and so if you have, and there are a lot of people today that have a very negative lens, uh, and all they see are the the things people do wrong, and so it's really hard to be a blesser if all you see is the negative. Uh, the the people that are best at blessing others and encouraging others are the people that always have their eyes out, the the looking for watching for positive things that they can then that they can be thankful for uh, and you, another thing I would just say it's kind of funny but you have to you you have to get yourself out of the limelight and I've literally seen people do this where uh, even when they were trying in their own kind of half-hearted way to praise someone else they really were praising themselves I'm sure you've yeah. heard that too Sam where it's like yeah maybe it's the it's the manager and he's going to recognize a staff today. And it's kind of like, Sam, uh, I w- just want to recognize you today for the good work you've been doing on producing this podcast. And, uh, and you know, that's fine if you say that. But then some people will have to go on and say, you know, I knew when I hired you that, uh, you know, I had people say, uh, <laughs> boy, I don't know if you want to hire Sam. Like, he's this and that. and But I, I, I just decide I'm going for my gut feeling that this, this can this will be all right. And uh, sure enough, you proved me right. And I, and it's like, okay, wait a minute, who is getting the praise here? Is this, is this Sam getting the praise or is this the boss praising himself at hiring Sam? Through, you know, and praise, praising an employee. Yeah. You know, you think of like, well, you know, I'm, I'm so glad you took my advice and made those changes yeah. and that's really paid off for you and yeah isn't that it's great? like i just it's kind of almost implied if you just heeded more of my advice to see how much more successful you'd be right you know there and it's sometimes it's just so blatant i mean i've literally i've just seen some people that just blatantly are hogging all the praise it's just, they're like a black hole sucking in all the praise toward themselves even when it's a recognition for someone else and mm. and there are those who just they they still need that praise they cannot just give yeah, completely detached kind of praise where they don't even come into the picture. Yeah. It's just all about them. Uh, and um, and so if you're going to be good at, at encouraging people, don't, you, you can't be looking to get it coming back towards you. 
it's yeah. got to be one way where you're giving it to someone else. Well, and that implies too that there has to be a genuineness to yeah. the to the blessing, and it's not just a I'm doing this so that I can get something in return. It's I'm doing this because I want yeah. to do this, and and it's the right thing. Yeah, and I think the last the, just kind of really just what you said, but the last point I would have in this section is just you know find genuine delight in other people's success. Uh, some people can't do that uh, because they're so frustrated with their own lack of success. Uh, they're frustrated that people aren't recognizing their achievements. And so uh, it's really hard to genuinely, I mean, you might say the words, you might do the right thing, but, but to genuinely take pleasure in someone else's success. Uh, hey, Sam, you just got a big promotion. Like, way to go. Like, I'm so happy for you. And I, you, I know you work really hard. And you, now, I didn't get a promotion, and I'm kind of disappointed about that. But I am really genuinely happy that you did. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to think that all the promotions around here are just a pie. If you get one, then I don't. And so I'm resentful of you. Um, instead, to be able to just genuinely delight when people do well. And I tell you, that comes, that comes through loud and clear. Uh, you can't, it's hard to fake that. You, lots of people just say the polite thing. And then the really good encouragers are the ones who are all smiles and clearly take delight in your good fortune. And that, that communicate when it's heart to heart and you're genuinely proud and pleased uh, at their success, then that is the best kind of blessing. And so to do that, you have to have the kind of heart that, that truly is pleased. Yeah, if you're not yeah. pleased, if, if you can't genuinely care, and that, of course, that just comes from, uh, from loving people. And if you love them, you, you, you truly want what's best for them. So, you know, how, how to be that kind of person, that, that's uh, some of what I would say. And then just how do you do it? How do you encourage people? And there's a number of, a number of points there. But, but one, uh, uh, you know, it's just simply you, you've got to be watching for it. Uh, if you're not watching for it, uh, you'll miss it. And you'll, people will be knocking the ball out of the park all over the place. And you'll be so preoccupied with what you're doing uh, that you didn't even notice what they did. And, and sometimes, you know, and it, there's many different ways where this happens. It's like, um, in fact, the other day, uh, like two days ago, I was speaking at a meeting and I had sent a PowerPoint ahead of time, but then I just neglected to check in to make sure they even had the PowerPoint. I never did talk to the sound booth. And, uh, and so I, I'm sitting at the front of the auditorium about to go up and I thought to myself I wonder if I should check with the guy in charge he's sitting two seats over from me and just say hey did you get the PowerPoint is there any way to make sure that 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 you know I I meant to ask for a clicker or something so I could advance it myself but uh I then I just thought ah you know at this point I don't want to stress the guy in charge out and I'm just gonna I just won't use a PowerPoint that's fine I don't necessarily really need it there were a couple of good pictures in there, but at this point, I think it's just too late. I kind of failed to check on that when I got to the, the, the venue. And so I got up, and I'm speaking, not even worrying about it. And then right near the end, I, I'm, I'm using a story that's quite a powerful story. And I, I did have a, quite a compelling uh, image I was going to show. And I, and I hear some people kind of gasping, and, and so I turn... And sure, lo and behold, I didn't even realize it, but they have been doing the PowerPoint. It was 
they all the screens were behind me, and I had never looked behind me to see if it was up or not. And mm. and so afterward, I asked uh, our staff, Stephen, that was with me, and he said, "Oh yeah, they they followed right along, like everything." And I I hadn't cued him up, I hadn't told him, you know, this picture goes with this story or anything. And um, a lot of times, even when I tell people which PowerPoints to use and slides to bring up, they get it wrong. Usually it's they the reluctant it. volunteer on the slideshow. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but like, I, you know, I thought afterward, these guys, like when you're running the sound booth and there's static, there's feedback or the sound isn't working, well, then everybody notices. Yeah. Oh, boy, the sound guy, like he really messed up on that one. But when time after time it works perfectly, you never stop to think, you know what, like, there wasn't a problem there. Like, what we tend to do is just not notice when things go the way you think they're supposed to. Yeah. All, all you got to do is have a few things go poorly. It's like, just let, let the two pilots in a row slam on the tarmac when they land. And then when the next guy lands so softly that you don't even notice when you've actually touched ground, then you start to really appreciate those yeah. soft landings. So, you know, I, so it's easy w when someone does a good job a lot of times, you can kind of think, well, that's how it's supposed to be. That's, you know, that's, that's, they're paid to do it that way. Yeah. Uh, but all you got to do is suffer when people don't do things the way it's supposed to be done. And then you realize, wow, I love working with that guy because every time he does the sound or he runs the PowerPoint, uh, he takes care of details. It, it always just gets done. There's just not a problem. And so be on the lookout, be watching for that. And uh, otherwise, you'll miss a bunch of it. Like there's a bunch of people, like I would just say overall, I think since COVID, a lot of the service industry has taken a significant step down. Yeah. That we we're, we're not getting the level of service that we probably expected before COVID. And I think that's just pretty well across the board what's happening. It, staff shortages all over the place. Um, but uh, so when, when all of a sudden someone does above and beyond, um, you ought to notice. It, it should stand out right now, especially. Yeah. Uh, and so that's one. And maybe one other one just to mention for the break is, um, and I think this is really, I can't emphasize this enough. Uh, if you really want to be good at uh, praising people, then do it specifically. Mm. Uh, don't do it generally. Um, you know, it's, it's fine to, you walk by someone and, and say, nice job, or just thanks, like, like the pilot, you know, and I, and I've tended to probably to do this too much where I, I mean, there's only so much you can say. I wasn't watching them in the cockpit. Yeah. So I, I don't know a lot of what they were doing like or not doing. You got us to 33,000 yeah, feet there. Yeah. I noticed, I noticed when you made that adjustment, when we hit turbulence at 29,000 feet, you the, know, the, and I, I was wondering. The pitch that you took on that uh, <laughs> yeah. climbing angle. Yeah. I, when you dodge that flock of geese, I was really yeah. pleased. To, no, no you, you, so much you don't notice, but, but like a, a, a soft landing where it's just, you, you hardly feel it. Like there's certain things, if you're paying attention, you'll, you may notice and say, wow, like that was really good. I, Someone needs to notice that because they're going to notice if they slam onto the tarmac. Yeah. Uh, but how many of us notice when you don't even, you can't even tell for sure when you actually touch down because it was yeah. so smooth. Um, so, uh, so say things specifically um, because that that tells them like there's lots of just polite things that you can say. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to trash the South because there's lots of great things about the South, but <laughs> people the South historically have been quite polite and but a lot of it is just what you say it's just it's, it's not yeah it, it, and uh 
perhaps that's better than not saying anything at all. But um, but but I the real impactful encouragers are not the ones who just always say that all the time, regardless of what kind of service or performance is done. Uh, the great encouragers are the one who very specifically notice something and they come up and then they say, I, you know what, I just love it the way that you do this. You're just one of the best I know at this. And sure enough, today you nailed it again. And you are just so creative. I, I, you know, I'm looking at those PowerPoints you, you did. I just, I don't know anyone who does a better job of that. Or I mean, there's just so many ways, uh, you know, a waiter, a waitress, uh, it's fine just to say thank you. I mean, it never hurts to say thank you. But but it's always more encouraging if you say thank you for, wow, you were really quick on that, or thanks we for getting that order kind of cleared up when the, the chef got it mixed up, or, you know, thanks for being patient with my little, my baby when I had, you know, special requests, or, you know, thanks for helping out with this, or thanks for that. Um that is, if you really want to be a good encourager, always don't just leave it at thanks. Um, have fill in the blank. Thank you for, yeah. because that means that says you notice. That that's if you just say thanks, it just may mean you're a polite person. If you say thank you for blank, now that that means you're observant. It means you actually were an eyewitness to what they did and you appreciated something specifically, and so. Praise always has more impact if it's specific instead of general. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break here, and we'll wrap up when we come back. The CSB Experiencing God Bible invites you to know and experience God personally. In this revised and updated edition, based on the best-selling Experiencing God book and Bible study, you will be encouraged to focus on the major purpose of Bible reading, listening to God speak. Experiencing God features and study helps placed throughout the Bible provide an immersive reading experience that will guide and challenge you to respond to the invitations God offers to know Him, His purposes, and His ways. The Bible is on sale now at blackabystore.org, and you can find links to these in the show notes. You know, Richard, before the break, you were talking about uh, having specific praise for people and, and well, that's very good of you to remember that, Sam. Yeah, I really liked you're, how you're... I really liked how you did that. You know, <laughs> most people would just be real general about it. I think that gets back to the idea of being intentional and yep. being authentic in in the praise that you give, and and having specific praise for people is just that that sign of authenticity. And maybe just in the few minutes we have left here, uh, I'm I'm betting you've got a couple of other I do uh, notes here that you'd yep. like to share. Well, and that word authenticity is a great word, Sam, because. Uh, that, that leads to the next one, which is, here's another one. It's perhaps subtle, but it, it, it has a huge difference and impact. And that is, um, it's fine to say, hey, you did a great job with that. Uh, or that was, hey, thank you for, for that. And even saying something like, you know, hey, you designed that PowerPoint. Great job on that. Uh, that's fine. You know, now you're, you've been more specific. But if you really want to bless someone as well, encourage someone, then share how what they did affected you personally. Mm. Like if someone, if you if you hear your pastor preaches and you want to encourage him, it's fine to say thanks for the sermon today, preacher. Well, you know that you might just say that because you're polite, um, or you could say, pastor, uh, that was a really interesting sermon today. Uh, I'm sure there are people here today who really needed that. Well, that's a little more specific, right? But if you say uh, thanks for the sermon today, pastor. 
that what you said really spoke to me today. I just, I just seem like every Sunday you, what God just gives you something that's just for me. And I've just grown so much as I've sat under your ministry. Well, that, well, that is, yeah, that's going another level, right? Yeah. It's like, Sam, I'm sure someone out there appreciates what you do. <laughs> like that's yeah. so it's more specific than just saying, thanks, Sam. Yeah. But yeah. when you say, Sam, I really appreciate your ministry encourages me. Uh, it, I tell you what, of all the people that I have listened to, your God just uses you every week uh, to to bless me personally. Well, that's that is going to, and and that is making it much more personal to to you as the one giving the blessing, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you really want to bless someone and encourage them, notice what they're doing, um, and notice specific things they're doing, and if you can share how those specific things they did impacted you, and, and why you're so grateful for what they did. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're sure someone out there must be grateful. No, I'm grateful, and that's right. why I've come to you. I'm looking you in the eye, and I'm telling you what you did and what you do makes a huge difference to me. And then it, it goes without saying, but it needs to be said, and that is say your praise. Speak it out. Yeah. Uh, it, I, and I've known so many people, and, and a lot of times this happens in marriage, where like uh, you know, a husband really appreciates the fact that his wife always has, you know, as she's maybe if she's the cook in the family and she's always making a great meal and she's taking care of things, he may love that. I mean, he may just think he's the luckiest guy on the earth, but he just never says it and never says how grateful he is for her and how much she, he loves her and appreciates her and the way she goes the second mile just to, you know, care for him or whatever. Um, and so, if you don't say it, then it's not encouraging. That It matters yeah. not the least what you think or how you feel. The only encouragement that matters is what you express. And so just learn to express it. And and again, uh, there I'm sure that there are listeners who just did not grow up in that environment. And, and it, honestly, it may seem awkward to you because you never heard it said in your home. And, and so I know what that feels like because there's times where I've really felt uh, some appreciation and it just, I, it didn't always come naturally to me for some reason. And so, um, I had to almost force myself, but, but I know that unless I get those words out, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. They will not be in the least bit encouraged by what I thought, mm-hmm. uh, unless I actually say it. So don't just think it, if you think it, then say it in some way, get out now. And, and, and a similar one is you, you can also write it, uh, because, and I've, I've told some stories before of times where I really felt impressed about someone, but maybe they were a speaker and there were a lot of people they were talking to. It just didn't seem appropriate for me to, you know, go over there and, and take them away from who they were speaking to. But, uh, but just, but learn to just send a quick text afterward. I've done that a number of times. I've some, some sermons, my brother's my pastor. There's times that while he's still preaching, I mean, I know he's not going to check his text messages while he's preaching. He doesn't even have his phone on him usually, but, um, I know that he's going to go back to his office afterward and there'll be a text and I'll be quoting something specifically he said and say, that was a awesome insight or I re- that really got me thinking. And, I'll tell you what, for public speakers, when someone actually quotes something you said and they actually quote you correctly, I've had people quote me completely incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> when you said this, it really touched my heart. And I know I didn't say yeah. what they're saying. That's not even my theology. But uh, but when you, but, but learn to write it down. Learn to just text people. Uh, t- 
texting is easy uh, or email them or and you know communicate in some way. I'll tell you what, whenever I preach at our, our home church, um, it's, it's really encouraging. I, I've had people that posted something I said on Facebook or, you know, they just, they made some kind of comment about, or posted something on my site. And, um, and w- when they quote what I said, it's not just, you know, nice sermon today, but wow, when you said this, uh, that just lit the room up for me. And yeah. that always is such an encouragement. Another way you can encourage people is just to, uh, praise people to others. You know, there's, I mean, it's fine for me to come and say, Sam, you did a great job. But if uh, if three people... Yeah, does did I, everyone know that I Yeah, did a great it's job. like, it's not enough for me to know that. I need you to Who have I told? That, <laughs> uh, and so, but, you know, when others come to you and say, hey, Sam, your, your, your boss is always singing your praises to me, then... That, that, that's another way it, it's more, it's indirect, but it, 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 it shows that you're even more sincere about it because I could just be saying that to you so that, you know, you're, you're uh, okay with working here. But if it's obvious, I'm going around bragging on you to others. Well, then that means I must really believe that. Like I'm, I'm a big fan. And, and so, you know, my mother used to always do that. <laughs> She'd yeah. always be bragging on her kids to others, but well, she, you, you do that with your kids and grandkids as well. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely inherited that from your mother. Yeah, yeah I, I could, quite, you know. quite shamelessly oh, at times. <laughs> I know Lisa sometimes says I'm fishing. You know, did you notice my grandchild how cute she is today? It's like Richard. You know, you're fishing for compliments. Yeah. And all. I, but I mean, they deserve those compliments. <laughs> uh, and so, la- last last couple things. Um, uh, uh, and if you are pray again, just kind of what I said earlier, if you're going to praise them, leave the leave all the praise to them. You know, don't start taking the credit for the praise you're giving them. And when you do, uh, when you do praise someone, you don't go on and on and on. It can get awkward. I've had people that took too long to tell me yeah. what a good job I'd done, and it just gets awkward at a certain point. It just seemed like fawning at a certain point. You know, just. Just it doesn't have to be long; it could be a sentence or two, but something specific that you noticed, how it affected you, and just how grateful you are, and then and leave it there. I know sometimes it's it, it's hard to land that plane sometimes if you if you're not accustomed to doing it, but usually briefer is better uh, because it's almost like if you go on too long, they're like, "What is he trying to sell me? Yeah. You know, what is he? What's, what's he, what's he after here? Uh, he didn't just thank me. It's like he won't just let this thing lie. Uh, so keep it succinct." And, uh, and be clear, you have no ulterior motives, kind of goes along with that. Sometimes, uh, like, you, you, you just want to say, I just wanted to let you know your, what you did this morning. Your presentation really challenged me. It was a real blessing. I just want to let you know, thank you. And then that, that's all, you know. It's not like, oh, and by the way, would you have time to do I this for me? You know, this, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I've had people say it's... that too. It's like, well, I, I'm going to be speaking over here. You know, I'd love it if you could come and be in my audience, you know, and it's like, no, it, undiluted, uh, encouragement means there's no strings attached to this. I, I simply lay it out there to you and thank you for what you did. And then the last, uh, so, you know, be clear that there's no ulterior motives. And, uh, and then maybe one last one is just periodically, uh, recall, like circle back around. And so for instance, I mean, let's say that you run the sound, uh, at, at, for, at things I do. Uh, and then just, uh, when I see you, you know, maybe I even joke about, uh, Hey, there's my number one sound man. Like, uh, or, you know, this, the, or you tell others, Hey, if I'm ever speaking, I don't, there's no one I want more than this guy to, you know, to be my, and it's like, 
you, you maybe you haven't even done it. You, you know, it's, it's been a month since I work with you, but but now and then just bring it up and say that. But that's something I always think of when I think of Sam is how well he is at this or how good he is at that. And so it, in a sense, it becomes a little more authentic, too, because I'm not just thanking you in the moment because I, I it's the polite thing to do. But a month later, I'm still bringing it back up. Yeah. And, and you're recognizing those patterns in people as well. If you yeah. have repeat uh, um, interactions with people and you, you get to know, you just notice that pattern that they're always prepared or whatever it may be that, that you just sort of highlight that for them. Yeah. And you know, there's, a, I, I, you know, I do a number of repeat conferences where I'll go back year after year and I'll work with the very same people there each time I go back. And, and there's a number of people that really take good care of me. They handle me well, they communicate well, they always have things in place. If there's, a last-minute need I have, and maybe I've got to, hey, listen, I'm so sorry, but I've got to slip out and do a Zoom call. Do you have a room nearby that I could just slip into? And, oh, yeah, we got it all set up. It's Everything's in place. I went up there and checked to make sure it was good. Then you, you just, so when I see those people year in and year out, I'm just already praising them and just letting yeah. them know that what a delight it always is to work with them because I just, I always know they do such great work. And so... You know, if you just become as you as you you know develop different relationships with folks who do various things in in, in your world, uh, just kind of make a mental note to just regularly thank them or bring it up or acknowledge again how how good they are at something. And after a while, those people really want to have you come back, and they want they yeah. want to work with you again because you just have a way of always making them feel better. And and so I always just encourage folks when you're uh, out and traveling and about. And just doing the work that you do, uh, look behind you and see who you're leaving in your wake. Are you leaving a bunch of people that just love working with you? And and I, like I said, I I try to be like that. And I have a lot of the work I do, a lot of the speaking I do is return speaking. Like year after year after year, I'll come, I'll be invited back, and I'll be working with those same people again. And if you are someone who encourages and notices and thanks. You might you might be amazed at how many times you get a return invitation because yeah. when you come back you notice and you thank and you're you're grateful and people just they just long to to receive that and you can be a blessing so we all could do better I could certainly do better but it begins by just being intentional and saying I just want to learn and be a little more intentional and focused about being an encourager. Yeah. Well, this is uh, it's been an encouragement to go through this with <laughs> you're you. You're always Richard. so good about that, Sam. Well, no. You're you you really shine in, in the encouragement uh, department and uh, before we go on too far, I'll, we'll just stop here. <laughs> yeah, and, we probably uh, should. Yeah. <laughs> until next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackv.org.